Numbers chapter 12, verses 1 to 16, the Berean Study Bible. Then Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because of the Cushite woman he had married, for he had taken a Cushite wife. Does the Lord speak only through Moses, they said. Does he not also speak through us? And the Lord heard this. Now, Moses was a very humble man, more so than any man on the face of the earth. And suddenly, the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, you three, come out to the tent of meeting. So the three went out, and the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud, stood at the entrance to the tent, and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When both of them had stepped forward, he said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will reveal myself to him in a vision. I will speak to him in a dream. But this is not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. I speak with him face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you unafraid to speak against my servant Moses? So the anger of the Lord burned against them and he departed. As the cloud lifted from above the tent, suddenly Miriam became leprous, white as snow. Aaron turned toward her, saw that she was leprous and said to Moses, My Lord, please do not hold against us this sin we have so foolishly committed. Please do not let her be like a stillborn infant whose flesh is half consumed when he comes out of his mother's womb. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Oh God, please heal her. But the Lord answered Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, would she not have been in disgrace for seven days? Let her be confined outside the camp for seven days. After that, she may be brought back in. So Miriam was confined outside the camp for seven days, and the people did not move on until she was brought in again. After that, the people set out from Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. Bible Before Breakfast, Mildred Kingsley-Gonko here. Good morning. We're still looking at women in the Bible. And even though... This is not really a minor character in the Bible. The truth is, the story of Moses somehow overshadows the story of Miriam. Because the first time we're introduced to Miriam, we're introduced to her because she did something for her brother Moses. So Miriam was born by Jochebed, one of the most phenomenal mothers ever in the Bible. Every time I read about that woman, I want to know what she knew. I want to hear what she heard. I want to know what made this woman the way that she is. That made her have such special children. Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. So, she was born to Amram and Jochebed, and she was the sister of Moses and Aaron. In fact, the Bible describes her as a prophetess in the Bible. So the first time we encounter this woman is when the family welcomes a new baby boy to the family. And his name was Moses. And this child was born. Unfortunately, there was a decree at that time that all Hebrew boys, all Hebrew baby boys, 
should be killed. And Miriam's mother, Jacobet, saw there was something special about this child and decided to hide her child. And she hid this child for three months, but I think that became increasingly impossible to hide the fact that she had a baby. So she wrapped him up, found a papyrus basket, coated it with tar and peach to make it waterproof, and she put her child in it. And then she hid that basket in the reeds along the river Nile. And big sister Miriam was given the assignment to watch over that child and see what would become of that baby. And Bible tells us that she stood from a distance and she watched what would happen to the child. Every time I read the story of Miriam, I'm suddenly convinced that she possibly had a choleric temperament. Only a choleric child would be willing to go on such a dangerous adventure. But she was bold enough. And history tells us that she must have been at about five years old when her baby brother Moses was born. And so, Pharaoh's daughter finds this child and decides to keep the child. But needed a baby nurse for the child. So, a wet nurse for the child. So, she sends off Miriam to find her someone and Miriam of course smart little girl runs to her mother so her mother gets the baby back and is even paid to take care of this child just the way God always does his things and so anyhow the child grows has his own um, incidents in Egypt and then runs for his life goes into exile And eventually God brings him back because he's to deliver the children of Israel. All this while, Miriam is undergoing the same challenges all the other children of Israel are undergoing. They're slaves. Anyhow, Miriam is there. She witnesses the great miracles that God performs through her brother Moses. Remember her baby brother. And the children of Israel are allowed to leave captivity. And as they go out... Moses writes a song, Exodus 15, a song of praise for his people are freed. And Miriam, remember, like I said, I suspect she's choleric, grabs a tambourine and, of course, hits it and begins to sing the song of worship and leads the women as they praise God. And as they're singing and they're dancing away and praising God, she effectively establishes that women, too, can do ministry. And the Bible describes her as a prophetess, Miriam, the prophetess. And when God talks about the fact that he has called them to lead, the Bible says that he called her, Moses, and Aaron to lead the children of Israel. So she's described as a prophetess and as one of the leaders. Now history tells us also that she was, as Moses would teach the men the Torah, she would lead the women and teach them as well. Hmm. After a while, remember I said I suspect that she is choleric. After a while, something begins to happen with Miriam that happens with most people who have been given an opportunity to stand beside leaders. She begins to think, if Moses can, why not I? And so she starts to question the things that Moses does and begins to speak against him. 
and she and Aaron begin to have conversations about why Moses would marry a Cushite woman and how God not only speaks to Moses, he also speaks to us too. She goes on and on. And the Bible tells us that God shows up and rebukes them. How dare you? How dare you? In all this time, Moses is ignorant of this conversation. Moses is ignorant because they're having, they're literally gossiping. They didn't call him out to, to talk to him. They're having conversation, brother and sister. But God is listening. God says, hey, three of you miss me in the tent of meeting. And then God exposes them. This is what your brother and your sister are saying about you. And then God leaves in anger. <laughs> and as his glory lifts, we notice that Miriam now has leprosy even though she was punished and all of that. Now, so many things I learned from this story. Number one, I think the fact that she was such a courageous child is amazing for me. She was so courageous that even at that time, I mean, she she must have been about five years old from history. She must have been about five years old, yet she was bold enough to say, you know what, mom, don't worry, I'll follow this. And she was bold enough to speak up to Pharaoh's daughter, even though she was a slave. One thing I noticed was her mother did not raise any of them like slaves. Her mother refused to raise her children like slaves because if not, that child would not have confidence to walk up to Pharaoh's daughter and say, let me get you someone to help you. Second thing I noticed about her is that she had a a good heart. She was protective of her siblings. So, interestingly, most of us can decide, oh, I can take care of myself. I can walk with God. I can be blessed. I, I, I. But she didn't. Her brother was called to do something and she aligned herself to help him. Another thing I noticed about this woman, and I think it's a warning to all of us, It's important that we understand that even though you are a leader, you must remember to be a good follower, especially if God picks someone you think you are better than or you are older than or that you think you can do better than. And when she was upset with her brother, she should have called him and had a conversation with him. I believe that God hates gossip. And sometimes we do these things talk about our bosses in the office we talk about our parents we talk about our leaders we talk about our pastors we have conversations that are going nowhere conversations that are not helpful to anyone conversations that lack virtue and we have these conversations and we end up creating a problem for ourselves because even though those people are unaware you must understand that god fights correctly And this is the God with whom nothing is hidden from him. So whatever evil it is that you're perpetrating, whatever conversations you're having, please know that God is listening. And when God stands up to fight, you may not like the outcome. And that lesson, which is my most important lesson that I learned from this story, be careful who you decide to do evil with. (laughs) I laugh every time I read this story because they were two. Miriam and Aaron were the two that had this conversation about Moses. But when the punishment came, punishment landed on her. And sometimes I ask myself, why? She did this thing with her brother. 
But when the punishment came, it landed on only her. I've read this story over and over again. And sometimes I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my belief, that there are some people who mercy will always speak for because they are crucial to the plans and purposes of God. Aaron was necessary. They needed a priest. They could have raised many other prophetesses, but God needed one priest, and Aaron had been anointed to be priest. And she decided to have this conversation and do this wrong thing with the one person that God needed. And so when there was punishment, punishment landed on her. Some people say it's because she initiated the conversation because the Bible says that Miriam and Aaron. Maybe, I don't know. But this is my take on it. Be careful who you do wrong with. There are some people who walk around and try to do things with. <laughs> Listen, you don't know what prayers. You don't know what prophecies are hanging over them. You don't know what mercy is speaking for them. Be careful. Not put yourself in positions where some people can escape and you cannot. It's just safer to avoid any form of evil. Stay away from gossip. Stay away from judgmental conversations. Stay away from judging people when you don't know the full story. God said, when I speak to other people, I speak to them in visions and dreams, but I talk to Moses face to face. Were you not afraid? Be careful of offending people God will speak up for. But the Bible tells us that Moses himself was humble. He was the most humble man on all the earth. And yet, when God wanted to fight, he didn't speak to his elder ones. He didn't say, don't you know I'm your leader? I'm the one that delivered you. He said absolutely nothing. God showed up and fought for him. Be careful who you offend. If you don't take anything away from this, please remember this. Good morning. That's a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Congo.